It is a real pleasure to welcome our guest tonight. He's one of my favorites in the locker room, has been since he got here as a second rounder in 2019 out of Mississippi State. He uh, played a bunch of positions in college. Don't forget, he snapped his final year with the Bulldogs, but came on board here and started 38 games out of his first 40 and played a whole bunch of everything except right guard. And then a little something happened at U.S. Bank last year, but this guy has just been crazy good coming back, and he only missed the opener, and he's been out there at right tackle ever since. And uh, even after the game, had a smile on his face, and so we're going to get after it, and I trust him because uh, I enjoy ch chatting with him, and I think you'll like visiting with him too. Ladies and gentlemen, number 74, Elton Jenkins, to the Narrow Bridge Brew House in the fifth quarter. Hey, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Thanks for coming over, Elton. Oof. All right, let's get it out of the way. That was just a tough one, and I'm hard to press to think of more than three or four guys that had good days. It just seemed tough. Yeah, it was a tough one. Um, the, the last two have been tough. Yeah. But, you know, man, we just got to regroup, you know, as a team, as an offense, as a unit, and, you know, just, um, just regroup and just get back to work. So. Congratulations on the work you put in. Thank you. To come back. Because I saw, you know, we watched watched you all the way around. Um, first, really biggie for you. Um, I know it was a lot. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, it was. Um, the ACL. That's an injury that you don't want to that you don't want to mess with. So uh -huh. don't mess with the ACL. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was a tough one. A long, long nine months, long ten months. You know, rehabbing, but. You know, when you finally see that the end of the tunnel, you see that light, you know, you just want to go get it and just so keep I got, striving. You know, I did the Achilles, you know, when I was goofing around playing basketball, and that was a tough one. But how many days does it take to get you to convince yourself that tomorrow is, you know, one day closer? Was it right after the surgery, through the rehab process, and that you knew, all right? Yeah, so right after the day. Well, yeah, so right after the surgery, I just got to work. Um, one of the. Hardest things at first was to just lift my leg up. And, um, right. you know, trying to do that, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a long journey. But we just attacked it and, you know, just Range just did of motion, it. strengthening, <laughs> and then movement. It's a process. Yeah. You did it very well. Uh, Thank you. To get back, was that your plan? Try and get out here as soon as possible? Yeah. Especially um, when, you know, started on the pup? Yeah, from really from when I hurt myself. The first day, leaving the Viking Stadium, I was like, you know, I'm trying to get back as fast as possible. And, you know, being a football player, being competitive, competitive, sometimes you can be stubborn and keep on pushing, keep on pushing when you, you shouldn't. But um, I feel like the trainers, our trainers, helped me out a lot and helped me, helped me to get on the field. Mentally, what was it like for you during the rehab process? Were there some bad days for you or...? Walk us through kind of mental side side of rehabbing from that type of injury. Yeah, it was a lot of bad days. Um, leaving, trying to do, trying to do like range of motion things like that. Leaving, so I stayed in Green Bay the whole off season. So yeah. leaving, I'm um, trying to do range of motion, trying to lift your leg up and all that. Just accomplishing those small goals. You feel me? Those like, it was kind of, it was satisfying, but it was also overwhelming because you know you had so long to go. Um, throughout the process, but you know, just like I say, you just got to keep working. Did you have setbacks along the way? Were there setbacks in your range of motion? I've I've torn my left ACL playing baseball, and I had some of that. Obviously, I'm not a professional athlete rehabbing with with yeah. with all yeah, the yeah. advantages. Yeah, yeah, but you do you you get that range of motion. You're right. You feel good about things, and then all of a sudden, I would have days where my leg would lock up. I couldn't 
do the same range of motions? Did you have those types of days along the way that were really frustrating? So early on in the process, I didn't. I didn't. Um, my, I actually got my range of motion back like I want to say like three weeks before, I, you know, the the deadline date. But like once I got back on the field and started practicing, doing drills and individuals, it was like more wear and tear on the body, on the knee. So it was days where it didn't feel as good as it did when I was doing certain things. So um, yeah. yeah, when I got back Every to time doing, you stretch the limit, you get the soreness. You kind of mm -hmm. yeah, you got to ease back know, and just let the yeah. knee just yeah, keep yeah, on. Yeah. But it sounded um, like a, a nice, clean snap, and they got it fixed, and Pat and the gang took yeah. care of you real well. <laughs> yeah, they did. So how's life at right tackle? Not so good yesterday yeah. for the whole guys up front. The Jets really did some things. There were twists and things that I I, I hadn't seen coming on you guys, but they got some. Yeah, um, right now life is not good, as yeah, you can see. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, but just like today talking to the O-line, we just got to, you know, practice harder and – be able to communicate and be and pay attention to the details, you know, throughout the game. So, man, we, just, we told them today, man, just relax, just take a deep breath. You feel me? We lost two games. You know, we we don't expect to lose, but you know, it's the NFL. It's the reality of the game. And I still feel like the players in our line room and the offense, defense playing so well. I feel like once we feed off that energy, we're gonna be a great team. Been a right tackle since you came back. Now the floor was asked today. Just about everything's on the table. You want to go back inside? <laughs> you, you want to get this right tackle? I know how competitive you are, and I know you want to be all pro right tackle with yeah. sixteen, you know, with sixteen starts in seventeen weeks. I understand that. Yeah, um, I do. But at the same time, just like when Coach said, you know, everything on the table. So we're gonna go throughout the week, see how everything go. You know. Um, I'm not opposed to going back inside, not opposed to staying there right tackle. But whatever, just help the team, you know, have a more flow. If there's me and Bart working together on the left side, you know, creating holes, or if there's me at right tackle working with whoever, um, creating holes. So we just got to, you know. I've asked you this in the past, though, Elton. What is it about you that you can play all five? Man, right now I'm sucking that right, so I'll say all four. But <laughs> All right, all right, right guard. All right. All right. But no, I'll be good, though. But um, I just think it's the competitive nature of playing football and just wanting to, I guess, dominate. So and every challenge that I face, I try to attack it. So and that was one of the things I knew me coming off my ACL, playing a, a position that I'm foreign to, okay, it's going to be, go. you know, it's going to be tough. So, um, but... I want to win. I want to succeed. I want to do whatever I can do to help teams succeed at the end of the day. So, you know. I mean, you were all pro in a year and a half. I mean, yeah, I was. 2020 all pro. Thank second you. year in the team. And, he, you know, the last offensive lineman to become a pro bowler in just his second year. Yeah, it wasn't any of the guys you're thinking of. The last guy was Daryl Teddick, 1952. We're talking Kramer, Greg, you know, Fuzzy. You know, everyone else, Rutgers, Tauscher, Clifton. Yeah, it's a that's long a, time ago. That's a deal, Elton. Yeah. You got after it. You figured this game out quickly. Thank were you. able to do that. This is a big jump. I, you know, I know you were in the SEC, and that's crazy. But this is a jump. Yeah, the guys in our room, I feel like, well, my rookie year, I had David beside me. I had Corey at center. I had um, Let's see. Lane. I had We're talking Billy. first team all pro, first team all pro. And then I had Bulaga on the right side. So just picking those guys' yeah, brains, yeah. I made sure I, I I made sure that I did that. So anytime I had a question, I'm on them. You feel me? Like why you see this? Like how you see this? Anything. So 
I feel like those guys and then me just being athletic and my ability to play those mixture of things with our coaches, the offense we run and all that, I feel like I, I was put in the right position, you know, throughout the draft with my athleticism, the way I move and all that. So. It's taking you four years, but you and D-back now are those guys, okay? Yeah. Those, they're those you are those guys now for a, a, a young, still a very young group. Yeah, um, it's crazy. So my rookie year, just like I said, I was a rookie, and the old, the oldest, no, the youngest guy next probably was like three years or okay. something like that. But my sophomore year, the oldest guy probably was like six, seven years in, and that was yeah. Billy and Bob. Yeah, that's right. Was, yeah. So right now, I'm in my fourth year in Bach and his tenth year. So it's a you know, it's a, a big difference between – so we still learning, we still growing, but I know we got the guys in our room to get the job done. But, yeah, it's great, man, having those guys in the yeah. room. When you heard Aaron Rodgers say, maybe we need to start simplifying things, what does that mean to you? Just get back to what we do um, best, calling the plays that we do best, running the plays that's best fit our offense, best fit the players. Um, and we also execute, you feel me? I feel like we be out there a little bit doing, well, trying to do too much or whatever, but, you know, just simplifying the offense, just doing what's, what's best to help the offense succeed. Yeah, and he said that was across the board. It wasn't just, you know, the receiver thing. It wasn't the run game. He said right. the whole, he mentioned, you know, the same whole line and everything. So, yeah, uh, that's the head-scratching part against a really good Bucks defense, in my opinion. Yeah, in the first half in London, it was there. Yeah. It was there. So, got to be more consistent. That's the thing. Yeah, All right. So, did you feel picked on yesterday with the flanks or not? Three of them. I jumped outside, so obviously that, that that's on it. me. That was um, one of them. The play was like an outside. The the run. The run. The Jones run. Yeah. So that play was intended to go outside. So I tried to uh-huh. hook the guy inside, and he bounced it back. And but I should have been more like going more vertical instead of you know lateral. And then the holding call. You know, I had my guy hemmed up, and twelve just came outside the pocket talking to Buck. He was like, "Man, that's one playing tackle. That's one of the things that uh-huh. you know that I get you, even if you're not holding." So um, I did it. You know, at that at that time, so I just gotta you know get better from it. But there were drops, there was a bad exchange, there were other all kinds of things going on offensively uh, yesterday that were just confounding. And you know, and that's the thing. Let's eliminate those, build on the consistency of the others, starting Wednesday. Yeah, and that's just getting back getting back to work. We got majority of the same guys we had last year when we was putting up. 30 points, you know, and I feel like just well, I do know that in this offense we have we have those guys give Aaron Jones the ball, you know, let him do what he do, big playmaker, AJ. We got Adam Lazar, all those guys. Aaron Jones the ball, who's who's saying that? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't hear that at all. Everybody should be I saying, Get Aaron Jones all. the ball, <laughs> yeah. give right. it to him more, please. All right, Elton, I don't know how much. You listen to the outside noise. I know that's always a thing. Only when he has to deal with me. Blocking out the noise. But after back-to-back losses, members around the state and the media writing that this team is now in crisis mode. <laughs> this team is in big trouble. What are you guys talking about in the locker room? Are you hearing that noise? Is this team in crisis mode <laughs> after back-to-back losses? We're definitely not in crisis mode. Ooh. I can say that. 
And we just, you know, just just breathe and just regroup. Like, just breathe a little. Like, what what else can we do other than just go out there making sure the small things that we messing up on, make sure we don't mess up on mess up on those things. Because we, the talent, I see the talent in the locker room every day, and we got that. So, man, just making sure we go out there, play for one another, make, making sure that we having fun at the same time, and just go out there and play good football. Are, are you the type of guy, the type of player – who hears the noise and keeps track of what others are saying about your team? I mean, on the like on your Instagram Explore page, if you following uh, like Packer accounts where they have like Packer news, different Packer accounts that come on there, you probably see some damn. But I'm not the type to go on Twitter and be like, all right, let me search Green Bay Packers and see what they saying about us. Because the only thing that matters is the people in the locker room and. One like some you got fans that's with you when you up, you got fans that's with you when you down, and the people in the locker room is the people that you play with, and you 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 play for your community, but you you know what I'm saying you playing for each other. So um, no, I don't. I'm not that type. So when when you do see some of that stuff, do you remember it? I, I probably probably go out one ear and go out the other for real. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, I know that. Robert Sala with the Jets says they've been keeping receipts on everybody that's doubted them when they started their season. And don't worry, they're going to cash those in by the end of this thing. So you're not that type of guy who keeps track of and says, all right, I'm going to prove that guy wrong. I'm going to prove that guy wrong. No, because I feel like I had high, I got high expectations for our team right now. I had it now during the season, I mean, before the season, and I'm always have it, whatever team. I'm on or whatever, you know, anything. So, um. It's going to be interesting, though, how you guys, everyone's saying, now this is the time adversity's hit. Uh, it's just been kind of end of season adversity since you got here. Okay? Last game. And you're that close, you know, all three years for you. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, now this is, we're six in, and all of a sudden, it seems to be that kind of fateful. You know, adversity. I don't. I agree with you. I don't think it's quite there yet. Uh, there was talk all off season on, the, especially on your side of the ball, of growing pains. You're coming back. David's coming back. Receiver things all new. There's a lot going on. Uh, changes with the staff assignments. You know, with Steno. Uh, do you miss him? Is he still around? He comes this season. Yeah, doesn't yeah. He? Now that he's OC and upstairs even more. Yeah, but. I know he got a lot of love for the O line, so he's staying oh, out. He yeah, he's staying in our room. Uh, um, you might see him more this yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe not. Oh, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but uh, so yeah, uh, how you handle moving forward is going to be very scrutinized. You yeah, guys we, understand that. We just got to regroup yeah. and play as a team, make sure we're having fun, and just play for one another, and we'll be good. Elton, who's the toughest, nastiest defensive lineman that you've faced in your career? Like, who jumps to the top of that list for you? At what level? Somehow, NFL? Oh, uh, yeah, let's start at NFL. Then we can do Mississippi oh. State. <laughs> NFL, I'll say RG is he's gonna be one of those those guys. Like, well, mm -hmm. he he's starting to show that he's one of those guys. But he's definitely one of those guys that you don't want to see on Sunday, like um, Rashawn Gary. He's got to and, into him. I mean, he I follow him on Twitter and his workout stuff. Yeah. All 
year. Yeah, he's long. insane. Definitely, it's being posted, and you know he's doing crazy stuff. Yeah, to get himself into a a physical frenzy. He's really, you know, there was a tweet I saw today. Name, can you name anybody who's playing better this year than last year on this three and three Packer team? We're not used to three and three. It's been six and one, seven and one, nine and one. Who knows? And and I'm hard pressed to name a handful, but he's at the top of the list. Oh, for sure, by far. Yeah, uh, six now and six should have seven. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, why? Why? What have What have you noticed about his game that has transformed him into this? Since our rookie year, he always been a machine. He always had the work ethic, but now it's the awareness of the game and the awareness to being able to dissect plays that's putting him over the edge. So when you put those two things together, it's giving you what he's he's doing on Sunday. So um, man, shout out to RG. Like he's an animal. He's a dog for sure. So he's in house. What about out of house? Not in green and gold. Who's that toughest, nasty? Yeah, you've bumped into a few. I mean, mm. defender you've gone up against. Hmm. Um, obviously. Aaron Donald was good. Jeffrey Simmons from Mississippi State, hmm. he's good. Um, Chandler Jones, um, the guy from Minnesota, ninety-seven, Everson Griffinson, mm-hmm. Griffin. What up? Yeah, Everson Griffin. Name? Yeah. Yeah, him. Um, Boy, he had a big day. JJ Watt. Ooh, there you go. Um, Should be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, nice. all, yeah. A healthy. KC. Sure. KC. Kenny Clark, good. It's a lot of good D linemen in the league that can give you problems if you don't come with your A game. But any any of them uh, like big time trash talkers who, just, who just run their mouths. Ooh. Like who who's on that list chirp, for chirp, you? Chirp, chirp, chirp. Jeffrey Jeffrey Simmons. Like really? yeah, I went to college with him. And oh wow! So, <laughs> all right, yeah. And we played each other That's like friendly banter. Man, we played each other. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you. So we played each other like <laughs> a year or two ago, and like when you step on the like. Off the field, that's my guy. Like, we talk, you feel me? We do okay. everything. and every, But when we was on the field, it was like he was like my worst enemy. Like, <laughs> And in college, it was the same way. Like, in practice, it was so competitive. Like, we'll be fighting in anything. But soon we go in the locker room, it was like, all right, you know, we're cool. We can hang out. So you know but, him well enough to know exactly what to say to like that. Oh, yeah, I know him yeah. personally. I know how to make him right. be quiet. And I know how to ramp him up. So, you know, he know he when we played each other, it was fun. But, you know, we got out to each other for sure. Is, is As a trash talker, is he with the personal attacks? Like he knows just how to dig at you and what to say specifically to you? Or is he just sort of a general trash talker? With trash talking, you got to be able to manage the trash talking. Ooh. So if if you want to get personal, we can get personal. But we also can keep it where, you know, we, we talking about within play, within game. So um, especially like if you got to be – the one who doing all the good things. Like, so as an offensive lineman, not giving up pressure, not giving up sacks, you know, anything like that, it's, it's only too much a D lineman can say. <laughs> but if you if you giving it up, you know, pressure is anything, then you on the side where they talking trash to you. So you got to be able to manage it within your play in the game too. So Now, do you consider yourself to be a trash talker? If, like, I started, like, I'm, I'm cool, I'm mellow, but, like, if – Say if my dude touched 12, then I got to start doing, like, I, I don't know. I just got to start, like, talking noise and then just really letting you know. You feel me? Because I do expect to play a good game, a great game. But, like, say one play I get beat or anything, and, like, my dude hit 12, then I got to just, all right, you know, 
Well, Start talking you're not alone, E. Yeah. <laughs> 12 got hit a lot yesterday. Way yeah. too much. No question about it. Mississippi born and bred. Bulldog true and true. Hell State, man. Good. No, shout out to them Hell State guys. Huh? How are they faring? I, I, I can't say I've followed the SEC other than what happened in Knoxville the other night. Last week, we was like number 16, I think. All right. And Kentucky was number 22. And we played Kentucky. I think we was like five and one, six and one at the time. But now we lost two games. All right. LSU and Kentucky. But those guys looking real good. All right. Good, good, good. You are, what, about 6'5", 300-plus? Yes. Mm-hmm. When, when as a kid, <laughs> did you hit that growth spurt where everyone in your family was like, all right, this kid's going to be a, a big man, and he's going to hit this early. My junior year, I was like 6'3", but I was like 220 pounds, 230. Hmm. My senior year, I got up to like 250, probably like 6'4", 6'4 and a half, 250, 260. And then when I got to college, that's when I gained all my weight. Uh, so my Yeah, so I gained like freshman 30. Freshman 15, we've all had it, right? It, it was like 25, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the so, comments, Elton. Yeah, I gained like I want to say like twenty twenty five pounds, and I mean throughout my throughout my first year in college, and I was like two ninety five something like that, um, planned, and I just gradually so, kept yeah, putting on right weight. Yeah, redshirt year for you was build up, bulk up. Yeah, build up muscle. Yeah, for sure. Okay, they had us eating, especially like in the SEC, so you got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so what was on the menu from that forty pound jump? We had a lot of steak. All we right. had a lot of, like, really everything. To really? be honest, like we had a lot of a lot of good food. Though. We we ate in the academic center, so okay. Yeah, they had they had shelves. They had good pizza, good everything. How's, so. how, go ahead, Zane. Yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of food, we're not that far away from Thanksgiving. There was a report I saw this morning where Americans are planning to cut back on their Thanksgiving menu to try to save money this year. They're starting to, like, phase out maybe one dish All right. that they've usually had. What's the one dish you would get rid of from your Thanksgiving Day table? It's just useless to you. Elimination time. I guess, like, green beans or something. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't... No don't time really, for that? Yeah, I don't really need the green beans. I need, like, <laughs> yams, dressing, um, greens. All right, I'm if, if there's one dish someone tried to take off the table. That you would that, roll the fist up? That you're going to get into a fight about what is that one dish. Macaroni or yams, probably. Okay. Yeah. How do you like the pack and cheese that you guys and uh, your bill of fare over there at the stadium? The pack and cheese. The, yeah, the mac oh, and cheese. Oh, the mac and cheese. Lambo, we, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. got good food. Yeah. Yeah, I like our shelves here, Do too. You? Yeah. Take care of you there? Yeah, I Pretty eat breakfast, menu? lunch, and dinner. At, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't have an old lady right now, so. Uh, you know, what? I got oh, oh, to do what I can do. Oh, all right. Hey. <laughs> I don't have an old lady right now. I <laughs> Let's oh, help him out, Packers Elgin fans. Elgin is eligible. Yes. 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 All right. Although, oh, man. You don't cook for yourself ever? You must have at some point. I'll grill. I'd rather go on the grill than I love to grill. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather go on the grill. I'll like during the summer I grill a lot. There you go. I try to grill at least once or twice um a week. But um no, I ain't doing no cook <laughs> no, nah, not no kitchen cooking though. All right. <laughs> uh it's almost Halloween. What was your best Halloween costume growing up and your worst Halloween costume growing up? I'll say my best 
was my rookie year here, actually. Hmm. So it was, it was, I had got creative. Oh. Kids, you have kids in here? No. Uh, well, all right. But, yeah, I had, a, I was a one night stand, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. <laughs> Which had, is why you don't have an old lady, <laughs> else, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, I, right. I won, I won money, so. Okay. We had we had a. I remember that. Yeah. Yes, I remember a photo of that yeah. actually. Yes. So describe the costume it, for well, those that didn't know. What, what's the one night stand costume? So it was a box. I had a box on, and then I had a drape over the box, and it had a alarm clock. It had like some Vaseline. It I had like, Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> it had like different oh, stuff on there. It you know, things things you would need back. at the end yeah. of the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. To put on your nightstand. You know what I'm saying? So I had that on yes. there, and um, I won. Actually, I won the best costume, and it was like twenty five hundred dollars. So, all right, you know. well done. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's your best costume. What's your worst costume? Uh, you dressed up as a relationship? Yeah, yeah, Nah, my worst costume was probably. Let me see. Uh, I probably dressed up as like. A ninja or something, probably. Uh, probably yeah. something basic. Yeah. Right. You feel me? I don't think I try to get as it creative as I try to get as creative as I can with my costumes. So I won't call none of them bad for real. Right. What uh, can you give us some insight on what this year's Halloween costume is going to be? Have you started to map this out already? No, I haven't. All right. Oh, I'm okay. actually, I'm glad that you brought that you brought it All up. Right, so yeah. I'm gone. Start brainstorming. <laughs> All right. All right. Good. All right. Well, I'm excited now to see what I'm it's going to be. Yeah, Keep abreast of some suggestions that come your way. That should be interesting. Elton, it's been a blast. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on. It was a tough day, no question. <clears throat> Better days hopefully are ahead for you. Again, congrats on a fantastic comeback. I know this team loves you. You are so versatile. Uh, you're very talented. Uh, keep it going. Stay healthy. No more nonsense, please. And uh, get you. after uh, the commanders. All right? Washington. All right. Off they go to Washington. Ladies and gentlemen, Alton Jenkins, yep. our special guest this Thank evening. Thank you.